I love the nineties. Like I used to be a retro kid, bro. Like, <laughs> like I was, I was that guy, Chunky Chains. I re- yo, you know, yo, I remember <laughs> the retro kids. Yo, like, yo, oh my god, you just, you just fucking put me in a time machine and drop me off. I just opened up a portal. I just woke up in the middle of Soho. Like, what is? <laughs> yo, remember that? That's what I'm saying. I used to go to, I used to go to Soho wow. just to like wear my, wear my stiff ass Levi's. Wow. Pop my dookie chains on canal. It's the Almanac Rap Show. I got opinions and they all factual. No news, just information that you won't be able to use unless you're at a dinner party trying to impress who's in attendance with endless tidbits of nonsense. We're gonna have a good time, I promise. You two rabbit holes, ready deep dives, pulling out old interviews from the archives. Styles, fads, trends, all of that. Welcome to the Almanac of Rap, a show that probably should have just been a book. My name is Don Will, and I'm your host for the series. Today's episode is all about New Jersey Club, so I'll be talking to Maroof about where the genre's been and where it's headed. Maroof is a Jersey-born rapper and community organizer who some of you may recognize from being on Tanya Morgan's Don and Von LP. We'll hop into that conversation shortly, but first, I gotta kick the ballistics. If you ever hear a DJ say that they don't know how to get out of a record, it's because the song lives in a genre that they don't fully understand. And recently, for me, that record has been I Just Wanna Rock by Lil Uzi Vert. Damn. Damn. I just wanna rock. Body out of ya. Shorty got that body out of ya. Hit it once, no time. Side up, you gon' kill my vibe. One, two, three, four, four, three, five. It's a record that borrows heavily from Jersey Club, which is one of those genres that I don't fully understand because I wasn't exposed to it early on. Coincidentally, The genre as a whole is having a huge moment in the national spotlight. That signature drum pattern is popping up in records left and right and can be spotted in songs like The Hillbilly by Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar. We gon' fuck up the world, excuse me, but it's that your girl Didn't mean to possess your girl, baby, I'm high profile Don't ever tell them you met me, girl They gon' think that you read me, girl 5'7", I'm messy, girl Famous, but I'm not for sale Or Sticky by Drake. Hey, two sprinters to Quebec. Cherie, who am on back? They only giving niggas plus one, so I never pull up to the Met. You know I gotta bring the set. You know I gotta bring the G block. You know I gotta bring the D block, cause you know how sticky it get. Hey. You know how sticky it get. Hey. You know how sticky it get. Hey. You know how sticky it gets. And it's even found its way into the U.S. Open as this year's Spectacular Awaits campaign is narrated by rising Jersey Club star Cookie Kawhi. Her song Violin even serves as the spot's score. Yo. 
And since Jersey Club is popping up so much more, that meant that I had to start figuring out how to play it correctly in DJ sets. Now, learning how to play a new genre of music means that you have to do some digging into the history of that genre to figure out what record you absolutely have to have in your crate. So this is the part where I share my crash course and the history of Jersey Club with you. <clears throat> Jersey Club was originally called Brick City Club Music, and it was pioneered by DJ Tamil as well as the Brick Bandits. The genre has a very close relationship to Baltimore Club, but they're not the same. Here's a quote from GQ that does a pretty good job of describing how Jersey Club sounds. The Jersey sound is more aggressive than the variants found in Baltimore and Philly. It has a harder kick with a harder chop on the samples and is generally raised in BPMs, going as high as 150 at times. The beat is typically composed of a four on the floor, capped with a triplet, which you'd recognize immediately if you heard it more than once. On PBS's Soundfield series, DJ Tamil revealed where the signature Jersey Club drum pattern comes from. Uh, all of that stems from, I don't know, can I say that on here? Okay, well, it, it, was a, it was a record called Dick Control. Fun fact, that song is built around a sample by a West Coast rapper named AMG, who's a frequent DJ Quick collaborator. Dick Control, Dick Control. You gotta have Dick Control, Dick Control, Dick Control. You gotta have Dick Control. AMG, the owner of the Big D. Another point of note about the genre is that the running man dance that went viral not too long ago also came from the Jersey Club dance scene. Now if you don't remember this moment in time, just know that it was the focus of a very heated debate because the running man dance already existed. But if there's one thing to know about rap is that we love to sample and remix some shit, including our own dances. Dance is a very important aspect of this genre because much like hip house and house, its main utility is that it's music made specifically for parties, so it's best enjoyed loud. With this in mind, I had a revelation of sorts. And that revelation is that in some respects, TikTok dances might be the new break dancing. How you ask? Well, dancing is one of the key elements of hip hop and kids dance on TikTok now. It's just that simple. Even the dance that Lil Uzi made to go along with I Just Wanna Rock is a modified and updated version of top rocking. And if you don't know what top rocking is, it's the foot movement break dancers perform while standing. It's sort of like a warm up before they get into the floor work like backspins and windmills. That stuff is called down rocking. Comparing TikTok dances and break dancing does sound kind of outlandish. More like blasphemous, but hey, do you. But there's no real way to know without having a conversation about it first. So I called up Maroof to ask him a few questions about Jersey Club and see how he felt about my theory. I go up on a wild street, so never really listen when a child speak. My big homie had that loud. I used to cock go chains on Canal Street. Maroof, what's good, man? Peace, 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 peace. What's the word, Kane? Before we get to the music stuff, 
you have this Instagram page that is probably one of my favorite <laughs> things in the world. It's called Some Jazz Playing. And for the listeners yeah. who don't know what I'm talking about, it's a curated Instagram page that has videos of the collective black experience with no words, just some jazz playing its background music. Yeah. Like what made you think to start this page, man? At my job that I quit like two years ago, I used to be on my break, bored out my fucking mind listening to jazz and i think as i'm listening to jazz one day i'm scrolling on instagram mm -hmm. and i saw like these dudes these black dudes mosh pitting but i'm listening to amal jamal i love music <laughs> and just the just the position it was just like yeah it just did something to me it was that feeling that we get when we got a fire bar and we know it's fire yeah. <laughs> it just felt like oh my gosh i thought this could be a dope way to um Show my love for jazz, but also keep it black. Mm. There's certain key points. Yeah. The more of it is jazz is black. That's what I have in the bio. You know, um, obviously, we know so many genres and traditions in general have been taken from us, you know, from the rock and roll. This is true. I post nothing but black people. I'm intentional about that. Even if it is a white person or like a non-black person, there's something very black about whatever's happening. It has to be. It's like they're accenting the blackness. You know what I'm saying? When I first started, I'm like, damn, I just don't want to make black people look silly and shit, whatever. You know, I battle with that. Yeah. I always have a moral of the story for each one. I want to balance with just dope music that I like. I want to make people laugh, but also I want to leave them with a message too, like type shit. So it's just like, that page got more followers than Maroof page. The shit just. Yeah, it blew up, man. And I think that goes back to what you said about when you know you got a fire bar. It was something in there that just hit the soul of niggas. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it, It's almost like we would hear our parents playing this music or we would hear this music and know that it's black music, but it got taken from us in a way where we got detached from it. And you're just like putting it back in context. Yeah, putting it back in context. And also just the folks who might not listen to Cold Train, who might not listen to Melanie Charles, mm. like just get them hip. Because even now, I want to intensely... It's easy. I could just throw Coltrane or Miles on it, but I want to highlight jazz artists that are alive and well now yeah. as well. So I, I definitely have a vision for this, some jazz playing. So soon come. I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> easy on the hi-hats, brother. Like, I'm trying to think back to the first time I like became aware of you, and I'm pretty sure it was like during that romantic movement. Romantic movement. Ah, talk to me a little bit about that collective because it's just this crazy group of talented artists. I know it's you, Jesse, Mellow X. Seeing you guys together as a collective makes each one of you make more sense to me. Mm -hmm. It's like Soul Quarian. Nah, but I feel you. It's power in the number. Exactly. Yeah. So just tell me a little bit about the uh, romantic movement and like you know how it happened. Um, it's funny. So I met Jesse probably like in 20, she's 2010. Um, I used to do this event in Jersey called the heart gallery. Mm. Me and my cousin, shout out to my, um, OG Femi. We used to do these events. Yeah. So one time, shout out to my bro Rodney, he booked Jesse Boykins. And this is when I didn't have any songs out. And I'm just spitting bars. And it's just like, that was my performance for the night. <laughs> <laughs> just, just rapping. <laughs> and Jesse was like, yo, you're dope. Took my number and was just like, yo, take my number, let's build. And he always just would just text me, da, 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 hit me up, just checking in. Then from there, uh, I met Mellow X, which I was a fan of prior. And it was just kind of became a brotherhood, you know, from Mellow X. Shout out to my brother Joshua Kizzy, yep. uh, photographer, uh, director. Shout out to Chris Turner, Fur. It was just a collective of 
dope black individuals. Prior to that, I had my Jersey Clan tribe. Shout out to my bro, Jane Edie, who are in the group horror. Yeah. We cultivated a scene in Jersey. But post that, I was able to connect with others like, you know, the romantic movement. It was just like-minded individuals who were challenging me. It's great to have individuals like, yo, Moo, that's a hot bar. But it's great to have a, a pair of friends that's like, write that over. Yeah. Because they see the greatness in you that you might not even peep. Mm -hmm. That was the importance of that collective, of just us motivating each other, pushing each other. And um, I could say everyone within that collective, we are all prepping for something really special individually. But yo, so... The reason I wanted to talk to you specifically is because you're a Jersey native, and I know you're a proud Jersey native. Jersey's having a big moment right now musically. Yeah. It just feels like Jersey Club has been put on a main stage via everybody kind of running with the sauce a little bit. It's crazy. My first question for you, I got to get a little bit of clarity. Are Jersey Club and Jersey House the same thing? Like, if I use them interchangeably, do I sound ignorant to the genre, or do I just sound like I'm just talking? It sounds like you're just chatting a little bit. Okay. Jersey club music, um, just BPM wise, is just a different. I would say like the fragrance is similar, mm. but energetically it's different. I would say Jersey club, based upon my definition, I think it's more so gauged towards the younger generation. You feel what I'm saying? Got you. If you're from Jersey, you feel what I'm saying? You hear that boom, 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 boom. It do something to your spirit, like <laughs> that ass. Like it's no feeling. Like being from Jersey, y'all, Baltimore. Walking into a party, you probably in high school, college, whatever, the lights off and like shorty's just throwing it back. And it's just that feeling. It's like, oh. <laughs> the DJs are not playing no songs from the radio, at least the first hour. And house music, I would say is more so based upon my experience. This is my opinion. Okay. It's more so, I would say it's like, not older head vibes, but I would say it's more mature. Like 50 year olds. I'm in my 30s, but. I'm listening to more house than Jersey Club, personally. Yeah, You know, Jersey Club is based upon, like, remix and shit. Yeah, yeah. You know? And it's a repetitive. They might take, like, a bar and just... <laughs> that's, you know, that's a song. But a song like, follow me, I want you to follow me. It's an actual song. Yeah. They like cousins. I okay. would say house is like Jersey Club older cousin. How big of a role did Jersey Club or Hip House in general play in your development as an artist? I think what makes Jersey Club so special is that, you know, it's like only niggas in Jersey get it. And it's something special about that. Yeah. And now we're moving to a moment where people who don't get it are starting to get it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, how does it feel to be at that nexus point for you as a Jersey native? I'm not going to say it's bittersweet. It's more so sweet. I'll say it's 70% sweet, 30 bitter mm -hmm. in sense of... It's beautiful to see Drake on his last album. He had the song called Sticky. Yeah, whatever. Never mind. I, I think it's called. Yeah. Um, even Kendrick and Baby King Hillbillies. It's kind of Jersey Club bass. Yep. The Baby, um, Jersey Club bass. Uh, Call of Race, he from Jersey. But it's just it's beautiful to see that and like have the world accept that. I think the only bitter part that I don't fuck with is them not crediting the pioneers mm. 
Yeah. Unfortunately, that's how it goes. That's how it goes, man. You know, that's what I'm saying, name. Shout out, rest in peace to my brother, Tim Dollar. Shout out to DJ Tabell. You know, DJ Unique and so many more. DJ Dozen, so many more. DJ Frosty, Willy Wonka. These are the DJs that I grew up bumping. And these niggas was in the basements with it. And they may not have received the credit that the world's receiving. I think that's the corny part, you know. But at the end of the day, it's about the art. It's about spreading the vibration. You know, that's the goal. And this moment could be a moment of, like, deeper education for people. Now it's elevated. It's in everybody's purview. So just force them to look a little bit beyond. You know what I'm saying? I think it is a little corny when niggas, when everybody want to hop on a wave now. It's like, oh, boy. <laughs> it's so corny. Like, hey, dirty gloves. It's just like, oh, my gosh. But that's how it goes, you know? This might sound like a diss, but it's not a diss. If Tiger come out with a Jersey Club joint, you already know it's the nail in the coffin. <laughs> Tiger will probably come out with a Jersey Club album. Tiger is absolutely the surfer. Like, he's on the wave. <laughs> you can't go to the studio with a surfboard. Like, where we going? <laughs> but it's funny. It's funny. I would put, like, even Afrobeat to a certain degree. Like, Jersey Club and Afrobeat are having, like, a very groundbreaking time. Because even, like, a decade ago, you know, Afrobeat, like, get the African shit out of here. Then Black Panther dropped. Not everybody realized we come from Africa. So it's just great. That <laughs> <are>. <laughs> you said Marvel gave niggas an education. <laughs> Marvel reminded niggas, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. quality does not get old, you know? So I have this theory, and my theory is that real rap and the more club-infused music are like cousins, not even distant cousins. They're like, I won't say it's the same thing. It's just a version of the same thing. Yeah, yeah. When I was doing some research for this interview... I started finding out about people like Bandman Drill mm -hmm. and other younger cats rapping over like Jersey Club. Is that the dark skin kid with the um, hairline? Um, I, I only know his music. Oh, yeah, my fault. Yeah. But it's like the record he got is pretty cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? But it's just, yeah. they're not drilling over Jersey Club, but they're just kind of like, it's like they ran a drill and they came to the club. <laughs> he got the gun on his way. He's doing a little Uzi, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They spinning the block bumping Jersey Club. Right, section. exactly. Are you familiar with any of the Jersey Club drill merging that's going on? Nah, I'm not familiar with names like that, but sonically, I, I do see it. And I do love the fact that, you know, this drill as Jersey Club, another subgenre within a subgenre, I love the evolution of it because it's fun. Yeah. This rap shit, this hip-hop is supposed to be fun. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's supposed to be fun. Even TikTok to a certain degree. I'm not really with being an artist and being forced to being like, hey, I got a new song. Look at me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but I do like the fact that, damn, niggas dancing again, though. Yeah, so, like, watching Little Uzi Vert, like, I just want to rock. I enjoy that song so much. And it goes back to what you were saying about that Jersey Club. Be like, I'm foreign to that shit. Anytime I hear it, I'm just like, oh. Yeah. And Uzi from Philly. So that's Jersey, basically. So, yeah. Watching him, because he's top rocking and up rocking. Like, I'm like, yo, is TikTok <laughs> dancing the new break dancing? Is that what's happening? Like, is it? Yo, Don, I, I pray to God it's not. <laughs> I pray, yo. But to keep it a being with you, it might fucking be. When you think about it, that's how a lot of the dances spread. A lot of the dances that are being spread are created by black people. It's not like niggas is out here making 
cool ass dance to Taylor Swift. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Taylor Swift. Yeah. But you know, it's coming from the black canon still. It's still coming from yeah, us. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. watching Lil Uzi Vert, who has a background in breakdancing, I don't mean to make him like the linchpin of this whole conversation, but... Nah, but I feel you. It's valid. I feel like it's always all coming full circle, and what we're seeing now in this TikTok generation is just like a different version of breakdancing, because when's the last time a motherfucker got in the party and, and busted out like some floor work? The only difference is niggas is not breakdancing at the parties, they're breakdancing at the local Target. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that's I, I, I think that's the that's the only difference. Uh, it's, yo, we in the, we in such a nutty era, bro. Back in the day, the best dancers at the party probably had that thing on them under the three XYT. Exactly, niggas break dancing at Target, but niggas on their phones in the club. It's just they go to the club to watch the people dance on their phone. That's. <laughs> <laughs> If you could come up with your own personal name for your own genre, what would Maru's genre be? Um, it's called So Hop. So Hop? Yeah, So Hop. And it's just like a feeling. It was something from the show that you could feel. Like when people, from when they see the cover, when they hear the music, I just want them to be able to feel something. But it's hip hop at the same time. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? When they, I want to be sure when you see the Shades of Moo cover, you're not sure if this, is this nigga a rapper or is this nigga Sade? Like, <laughs> but I would say so hop. But yo, Maroof, man, thank you so much for being a guest and sitting down and talking to me. Um, I learned a lot. Love, love. Fuck with me like... Once again, shout out to Maru for stopping by. Be sure to check out his Instagram page for updates. And while you're there, also check out his side project, Some Jazz Playing. That's Some Jazz Playing with an underscore at the end. In the show notes of this episode, you can find links to all of his information, as well as a list of 10 New Jersey club songs to check out if you want to get more familiar with the genre. The Almanac of Rap is a working creative production and written by me. Don Will, with music provided by Von P. of Tanya Morgan. Be sure to stop by donwill.me backslash AOR to check out past episodes, sign up for our newsletter, or just drop us a line. And that's it for today. But before we go, here's a clip of the Retro Kids talking about their retro movement. I would say the music that we, we are trying to represent would bring back the fun, the fun, the feel-good music, you know what I mean? Some, that, that that energy, you know what I mean? Bringing back what people don't do anymore is just having a good time in the party, just being yourself, dancing, and we want to try to have that feeling, that vibe again, because music today is still good, but then again, it's something you can't really get with when, when you want to have fun and a good time with the people. So the retro kids definitely want to get that new sound and bring out something that y'all probably used to, but we're going to bring it with a different flavor. 2009. What a time. And I'll see you next time on the Almanac of Rap.